Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we officially kick off our 2022 regular season coverage with our first installment of Meet the Opponents. For those of you who are new to the channel or haven't listened in in a while, uh, Meet the Opponents is where we basically overlook the team the Bears are playing that week. So today, we are talking all things San Francisco 49ers. Feels really good to be back with our first long-form podcast, I believe, since last season. We did uncuts all summer and all offseason, but feels good to be back taking a look at the 49ers today. Before I introduce myself and my co-hosts, I would like to say we have a huge amount of content coming to you guys with our week one coverage. Six episodes coming this week. You've got Meet the Opponents today, tomorrow. Normally we would take Tuesdays off, but tomorrow we've got a record prediction video coming. Wednesday, we've got three key matchups of the game. Friday, we are going to be, I believe, live streaming our Fan Mail Friday episode, answering some of your guys' questions before the game. Pre-game show on Saturday, post-game show after the game on Sunday. It is going to be a huge week one. We are happy to be back uh, reporting on this team for you guys now for the fifth regular season. If you are new to the channel or haven't done so already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, comment, leave us a five-star rating. We're bringing you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web throughout the regular season. Feels so good to be back, though. My name is Chris Malpe. I am your host. And joining me today, I am joined by my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, feels so good to be back in the regular season, into the swing of things. We've waited for this week for so long. How are you feeling entering week one? I'm excited. Um, you know, it's, It feels like it's been forever since the Bears have played. Um, you know, Football itself, uh, as a big football fan, it just brings me excitement to be able to watch football Mondays, Thursdays, you know, sometimes Saturdays and later in the season. And then obviously Sundays just packed with a ton of games. Um, and this Thursday, we got a great treat to watch the Rams and the Bills, which is going to be a great game. And uh, obviously the Bears are playing the 49ers. And that's what we, that's who we're here to talk about today. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, looking forward to it. <laughs> just so you guys know, by the way, too, normally on these episodes and starting next week on these episodes for the rest of the season, uh, something that we didn't do as much last season, we want to implement it more this season, is bringing on guests to the show. So we're going to try and have guests uh, as often as we can, basically. So in the Meet the Opponents episodes, we're normally going to try and bring on a journalist, a reporter, a former player from whatever team the Bears are facing uh, to talk about that team that week. So that'll start next week, week two, with the Green Bay Packers. The Bears travel to Lambeau week two on Sunday night football. That should be an interesting one for sure. But let's hop into this. The Bears, September 11th, 2022, they open their season at home against the San Francisco 49ers who are coming off of a playoff appearance in 2021. Game will kick off at 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live streaming on Fox. ESPN's matchup predictor gives San Francisco a 72.4% chance to win this one, giving the Bears a 27 0.3% chance in this game. Taking a look at the pick center as well, the live picks. Uh, the 49ers are currently favored by a touchdown, minus 320 money line. Bears are at plus 250. Uh, the seven-point cover and the over-under is currently set at 41. 
If you guys are new to the channel, though, and don't know how this works, we're basically going to run down, talk about the 49ers offense, 49ers defense, answer a couple specific questions about the game specifically, and then move on. So let's start with the 49ers offense. It's been uh, the story of the offseason in terms of where this team has gone offensively. The 49ers turning to a second-year quarterback this year in Week 1 against the Bears. Trey Lance, the third overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft, obviously ahead of the bears who selected Justin Fields. He will be leading the way with Jimmy Garoppolo uh, sliding in there at backup, taking a look at the rest of the 49ers offense though. Elijah Mitchell, uh, a very good running back entering one of his early years in the league wide receiver. They've got a pretty solid room with Debo Samuel who really took over last year. Uh, one of the better wide receivers in the NFL alongside Brandon Ayuk and Juwan Jennings. Tight end, another position where the 49ers stack up very well. George Kittle, the prospect out of Iowa, has been dominant for years. Uh, arguably the best tight end in the league behind Travis Kelsey. And then taking a look at their offensive line, the 49ers also have some familiar names. Aaron Banks, Trank Will uh, Trent Williams, Mike McGlinchey, Jake Brendel. So a solid offensive unit all around but Parth, and we're going to get a little more specific into, specifically into Lance a little bit later, but that is going to be the storyline of this game. Ever since it was announced, both Bears and 49ers fans have been going back and forth about the Trey Lance-Justin Fields debate. Trey Lance is going to be leading the way, and you would assume uh, <clears throat> most of this game is dependent on how he plays on offense. We already know what we're going to get out of Fields. It looks like it's going to continue to improve, but... This is Trey Lance's debut start in the NFL. Taking a look at this 49ers offensive unit overall, what are your thoughts heading into week one? They're a good offensive unit. You know, Kyle Shanahan does a great job with his scheme to, you know, mix and match the running backs that he predicts is going to have a bigger matchup that day. He also gets Debo Samuel the ball a lot, and that's what you have to do. you got to get your best player as many as touches as he can get, uh, whether that's him catching the ball six, seven times a game or him taking four to five handoffs from the backfield. Debo can do it all, and uh, he's someone that the Bears defense has to circle. Um, that guy is one of the best players in the NFL right now. I'd say he's a premier and a wide receiver. And uh, guys like Ayuk and Jawan Jennings, those are great backups to have. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to have a really big year this year. I'm um, going to talk about fantasy-wise. I've taken him almost in all my drafts in the later rounds as he's just been slipping down the board. I think he's going to have a impressive season with Trey Lance. You know, I think him and Jimmy G just didn't get along as well, but I think Trey Lance and Ayuk have. I've heard that at all in training camp also. And um, George Kittle, obviously one of the best tight ends in the league, has been doing it for a while, um, coming out of Iowa. Um, he, Chris's favorite, you know, Chris's. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's been a great tight end for the 49ers for a very long time, putting up 1,000-yard seasons. He's a dominant tight end. He plays tough. And you have to watch out for him in the red zone because Trey Lance will definitely be looking for him in the red zone. Yeah, this 49ers offense, simply put, has weapons all over the field, and it's going to be a tough go for the Bears' defense, a unit that has lost players like Khalil Mack and Eddie Goldman in this offseason. They have some solid new additions, some people we're excited to see with the rookie Kyler Gordon out of Washington, Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State. Looks like he'll be good to go in week one. Uh, Roquan Smith is back amid a bunch of controversy, but taking a look, these two teams faced off last year with some pretty similar rosters. Uh, Garoppolo, he had a good day. Uh, I don't know if that's going to translate over to Trey Lance. Obviously, 49ers fans have high hopes for him, 
in his debut start, but Garoppolo was 17 for 28, 322 yards, no touchdowns. <clears throat> Elijah Mitchell had himself a day against the Bears last year, 18 carries, 137 yards, and a score. Debo Samuel, uh, I would argue, is 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 the most dangerous weapon on this 49ers offense against the Bears last year. He only had six receptions, but 171 yards. Uh, broke one really long that I believe he was pushed out at the one or two yard line. So this 49ers offense is going to be aggressive. They're going to put up points. Uh, as you mentioned, Kyle Shanahan is one of the best in the league when it comes to scheming up a very productive offense in this football league. Uh, and he is not going to let you breathe if he gets his foot on the gas and the 49ers get a lead. So Trey Lance also is someone who is incredibly scary due to his arm strength as well as his ability to run outside of the pocket. Uh, he is someone who Justin Fields drew some comparisons to in the draft process just a year ago, and it should be interesting to see him make his first start here on Sunday in Chicago. Flipping the script now, let's take a look at this 49ers defense heading into the year once again. Another solid unit, this 49ers team out of the NFC West, in, in my opinion, probably uh, outside of the AFC West and maybe AFC North, uh, probably the best division in all of football. And the 49ers stack up well and are bound to have another good year this year. Javon Kinlaw alongside Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa, the big one inside at linebacker. They've got Fred Warner, one of the best in the league. Pretty solid on the back end as well. They picked up Charvarius Ward this offseason, uh, as well as still having Jimmy Ward, who I believe is on injured reserve. Uh, but regardless, uh, maybe a little bit of an injured secondary. The 49ers are going to come in and play strong up front. They are going to dominate the line of scrimmage, even though this Bears offensive line does look a little bit better than they did in 2021. Parth, I want to hear your thoughts on this 49ers defense. They are going to come in and impose their will, as we know, as they did last year with Fred Warner, with Nick Bosa, with Eric Armstead. But we did see Justin Fields have one of the best games of his career last year when the 49ers came to town. Uh, I'm not saying to follow that exact script, considering Matt Nagy was calling plays, but it does seem like the Bears did a good job at moving around their first-year quarterback last year. Seems like that's something they're going to try and replicate again in this instance with offensive coordinator Luke Getze. But what do you think about this 49ers defense? And most importantly, that front seven, that's one of the best units in the league. Yeah, that front seven is pretty scary. You know, Armstead, Bosa, Ward, I mean, Greenlaw, all those guys, um, they can get to the quarterback and they can do it pretty easily. Um, and especially with this Bears offensive line situation, we know how it's been up and down. Um, we don't know who exactly who's going to be playing where um, starting week one just yet. Uh, we can put our thoughts and hints into there, um, but we need to see if Lucas Patrick's going to be healthy or not. He did practice today, which is a good sign for the Chicago Bears. Um, but this 49ers defense is one of the best units in the league. Um, and the, the Bears are definitely going to have to do, try to replicate what they did last time, um, try to get Justin out in the pocket, make him more comfortable, give him some easy passes, start the game because – you want to start off the season strong, um, and this Bears offense obviously has its, has had its woes for a very, very long time, and um, we'd love to see a strong start from our, quarter, our quarterback who's, who hopefully can make that big jump this year. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy going for the Bears offensive line on Sunday. Uh, current projected offensive line starters, probably Larry Borm at right tackle, or uh, yeah, right tackle. Tevin Jenkins inside at right guard. Lucas Patrick came back to practice today. Feels like he'll be good to go at the center position. I'm really excited to see him up against Javon Kinlaw on Sunday. Cody Whitehair at left guard. 
Braxton Jones at left tackle, but man, uh, it might be tough going for uh, Larry. That's Bohr, a tough matchup Hunter. for Braxton Jones for his first game against guys like a, guys like Bosa and Ebukan and all those guys. I mean, they're great pass rushers, and uh, the 49ers have always had a good defense. Um, so uh, the Bears' offensive line is definitely going to be is going to have his hands full, especially because there's going to be a lot of scrutiny going into this game about that offensive line. Yeah, it's going to be a tough go for Larry Borum. I believe Nick Bosa usually uh, rounds out at the right right end position. So he'll be going up against Larry Borum, but they can put him wherever they want on the field if they can exploit a matchup. This 49ers defense is dominant. If you can, you know, taking a look at this Bears team thus far, uh, in the preseason might not be a great indication, but when you can give Justin Fields uh, the amount of time to throw, he can make plays, he can extend plays with his legs. Uh, I'm not too worried about who the Bears have at wide receiver, frankly. I think the quarterback is good enough to be able to get the ball where it needs to be if the receivers can make plays, but it's going to be tough going for that Bears offensive line. I also don't expect a ton on the run uh, in terms of the run game with David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, assuming the Bears are running some sort of two-headed monster there this year at the running back position. So I think this line has some of the best potential that we've seen in years past uh, for the Chicago Bears, this offensive line that is, but it is going to be tough going week one. Uh, I don't expect much, uh, and man, I I hope Fields doesn't get sacked a a bunch of times and goes back to that narrative that we saw last season. Uh, Let's move a little bit into a couple more specific questions about the game. Uh, we're going to go back to the off or the Bears defensive side of the ball slash 49ers offense and then flip the script once again. Uh, but Trey Lance is, is, in my opinion, part the biggest storyline of this game. He is someone who throughout the draft process was really seen as the wild card. We've seen him make some great throws throughout uh, both of his preseasons in the league, both in 2021 and just recently this year. Jimmy Garoppolo seems to be in a little bit of a limbo wants to get out of San Francisco. They can't find a trade partner for him, but this team is confident. They are going forward with Lance, the quarterback out of North Dakota State, someone who a lot of Bears fans thought potentially could have been a Bear just a year and a half ago. Parth, we haven't seen much from Lance thus far outside of college tape, but we have seen Jimmy Garoppolo succeed with this team in the last few years, make it to the playoffs a couple of times, knocked off the Packers last year. What do you expect out of Trey Lance stepping in with this offense with high-powered players like Elijah Mitchell, George Kittle, and Debo Samuel. What do you expect him to get done in his debut start in Chicago? I mean, it's never easy to, you know, come out and start week one, especially after, you know, almost sitting all of last year for him. But, you know, I expect Trey Lance to be a really good quarterback this year. I think he's going to play really well. However, you know, week one is never easy to just come out and start throwing. Um, And uh, I do see him struggling a little bit against the Bears. However, he has that big play potential, and he will bring that. I do see him, you know, finding some 60, 50-yard bombs. I mean, that's what Trey Lance does. Uh, they get And Kyle Shanahan's able to draw guys up open. And um, I do see him struggling. However, like I said earlier, um, I think this Bears defense, coached by Coach Eberflus, is a little bit different schematically um, than the than the team that Trey Lance or, I mean, the Bears put out last, last time against the 49ers as we were a 3-4 defense now we're running a 4-3 defense so that's something different that they're gonna have to watch out for and I like to I like I like our defense as much as you know there's guys that wouldn't start on many other teams that are starting for us right now I have no problem with that um our secondary in my opinion is one of the best 
youngest secondaries in the league. I mean, everyone is almost – I think the oldest dude is Eddie Jackson, who's like 27, 28. Sixth so. year in the league, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, our team is young. Um, they have potential, and like so does Trey Lance, obviously. Um, and you got to watch out for his running game. Uh, he can run the ball. Uh, he can torch this Bears defense that way. I mean, it's never easy to stop a quarterback like Trey Lance when he's on the run. So that's something that our defense definitely will be tested for. Yeah, I most definitely think uh, Trey Lance will be perfectly fine on Sunday. Uh, I, I think he'll make some plays that will most definitely wow some people. I think my primary difference between him and Fields when I take a look at it now, I think Fields is a little safer with the ball. Uh, obviously, last year we saw Justin – have some issues with not being able to get the ball away, a couple of fumbling issues, but it seems like that is wrapped up for the most part. Uh, but, you know, I, I, as much as I believe Justin's a little bit safer with the football, I think Lance provides more of an option to be someone who can make that spark play, who can make that big throw, who can have that big scramble on third and 15 to be able to move the chains and extend the game. So uh, I do believe uh, Trey Lance will be perfectly fine. I think the Bears are going to be able to hopefully – get some pressure on him, might have to run some QB contains later in the game, depending on how much uh, he uses his legs early. But I do believe the Bears can hopefully force a turnover or two in this game. Uh, I have really high hopes, similar to you, Parth, about this young secondary under head coach Matt Eberflus. Not only the rookies, Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker, who both look like studs thus far in the league just through the preseason, but guys like Jalen Johnson, who's going to be guarding Debo Samuel, one of the biggest assignments of his career. Guys like Eddie Jackson, who three years ago today, if we were having this conversation, probably we would probably be saying he's the best safety in the league. Uh, he's had a couple down seasons, and he's going to need to step up uh, and secure it on the back end at that free safety position, doing what he loves, roaming in the secondary. He's got to wrap up on tackles. So I expect Lance will, will be perfectly fine. The 49ers have some good weapons around him to be able to succeed, but I do believe the Bears can not only put pressure on him, but they'll also have some opportunities to make some plays on the defensive side of the ball. One last thing before we close out here, we talked about how threatening this 49ers defense is going to be. We saw the Bears have a good game plan with Fields last year when it came to the 49ers game. Bears end up falling short by, I believe, 11 points, 33-22 to 22 in that one. However, uh, it seems like Fields has progressed throughout this offseason, Parth. I, I really am confident in what he was able to do this offseason. We were both at training camp a couple of times throughout the summer. We saw the preseason games. We're coming in off of a game where he looked great against the Cleveland Browns through for 150 yards and three touchdowns and just a quarter and a half of football. So I want to pass it back to you. We saw, obviously, the Bears offense struggle a lot last year. We've seen the Bears offense struggle for numerous years now. Back to Jay Cutler and Mitchell Trubisky and Josh McCown. However, it seems like the Bears' offense this year is geared towards some more success. Luke Getze wants to work towards Fields' strengths. So taking a look at what this 49ers defense brings to the table, what do you think the Bears' game plan should be with a second-year quarterback going into this game if they want to have a chance not only for Justin to succeed, but also to give Chicago a chance to be able to be in a position to win this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, like we said earlier, this 49ers pass rushing defense this is they're really good at the pass rushing, you know. Um, they're able to get to the quarterback pretty easily. So I think the Bears have to use Montgomery pretty early on, you know, get the run game going, hopefully. And that sets up play-action plays for you. Um, Justin Fields is dangerous when he's on the run, when he's, you know, moving outside the pocket. 
uh, shuffling his feet, throwing on the run. We can see how good and dominant he can be. And that's when his big play abilities come also, when he's able to find a wide receiver who could be 40, 50 yards across the field he finds open when he's you know, doing a little bootleg action. So I'd like to see Justin Fields, you know, move outside the pocket, be able to use his feet and find guys open. Um, that's for sure. Uh, I know I have no, I, I mean, I trust Luke Getzey with that. Uh, we saw a lot of that against the, was it the Browns in the third preseason game, I believe. Yeah. Um, and um, if they can start like that, it would be perfect. Um, give him some quick, easy throws in the beginning just to build up his confidence. Because that's the number, thing with the number one thing with a young quarterback is they can lose confidence really quickly. Um, I feel like it goes for any human being in that situation. If you're in some situation where you just haven't been there are too many times you're going to have some trouble finding your confidence in your groove. So if you can give him some things that he can relate to and uh, find some easy guys, I think he can start off, start off the season really well. Yeah. I think what a lot of people forget is that this 49ers defense was once coached by Robert Sala. Mm -hmm. It has really good roots in terms of schematically how they play football. Their defensive coordinator now is D'Amico Ryans. He formerly was their linebacker coach and has coached guys like Fred Warner for the last six seasons since he came to San Francisco. Yes, since he came to San Francisco. I thought I was about to say San Diego. Uh, but this 49ers defense, you know what they're going to come at you at with. Uh, I believe Jimmy Ward is on injured reserve, so he's not going to play in this game. You know, when I take a look at this Bears second or the 49ers secondary against the Bears receiving corps, uh, I'm not going to favor the Bears receiving corps in many games this season, but I do think uh, guys like Byron Pringle, who are returning to practice this week, guys like Darnell Mooney, guys like Cole Komet, should have opportunities to get open downfields for downfield for fields. Uh, but I completely agree with you, Parth. I tweeted it out earlier this morning. I think they have to get some design QB runs in there. Uh, that's something that we saw Fields have success with against the 49ers last year. He had that miraculous rushing touchdown. You have to be able to get him outside of the pocket, a lot of play-action pass, and you mentioned it, and I have said it for the last couple of seasons now, and I'll say it again. A good running game is the quarterback's best friend. Uh, use Khalil Herbert. Use David Montgomery, who's entering the last year of his contract. Try and pick up some yards on the ground, but get Justin comfortable with what he's going to be facing all game. There is going to be a lot of pressure throughout the entirety of this game. So if you're the Bears and you're scripting the first drive or two of this game, you got to try and get Fields into some quick situations where he is getting the ball out of his hands quickly, where he's extending the play with his legs, where he is scrambling. Get him comfortable. Hopefully the Bears can put up some points early, and that will give Justin a lot of confidence down the stretch in a game that I personally think should be competitive. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this first installment of Meet the Opponents, Week 1, Bears versus San Francisco 49ers. We are so excited to be back. We are bringing you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage all season, uh, at least four or five videos each week covering uh, whoever the Bears may be playing throughout the 17 weeks of the season. So if you haven't done so already and you enjoy the content, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, leave a five-star rating. We appreciate your guys' support. If you would like more content from us, you can head over to our website, bearddown.com. We're going to try and be posting a couple of articles a week throughout the entirety of the regular season to continue to get you guys ready for whomever the Bears are playing. Uh, just talking about anything from record predictions to gambling picks that you could take during the week with the Bears game uh, and everything under the sun. So head to our website. The link is down in the description. 
If you would like to find the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, you can find us on both platforms at Bear Down. You can find some extra content on there as well as sneak peeks of guests we're going to be having on the show. That's definitely something we want to revamp during this season. And finally, you can find the links to all of our personal social media channels down in the description as well. Pages, not channels. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. Uh, but our Instagram and Twitter pages, you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the entirety of the NFL and all of Chicago sports. Definitely follow us on social media. It's another great way to interact with us. And that'll pretty much do it. Uh, this concludes our first of six videos this week. Parshaw feels really good to get back into the groove of things, not only as a Bears fan, but as an NFL fan in general. I've got fantasy football drafts firing off, college football happening all weekend. Uh, excited for a great slate of 16 games this weekend, but any last words before we sign off here? I, I bet there's a lot of Illinois fans watching, so go Hoosiers. Um, it was a great game to win. You know, I mean, it was a battle of the bums, you know, in the Big Ten, so it's like not the biggest, but it was a great game to see. It was competitive football, so it's, it's good to watch some college football again. And uh, obviously, like you said, the NFL is back, fantasy football, um, lots of drafts the last couple of days. So it's been fun um, and can't wait for the season to start. Really looking forward to it. Uh, Battle of the Bums in the Big Ten for sure. I'm sure there are also some Iowa fans watching uh, like myself. <laughs> I am glad we got out of that game, but a one in the win column is all that matters. And hopefully the Chicago Bears can upset the 49ers who are uh, definitely, I would say, heavy favorites for being on the road in this game. And Maybe start off the season 1-0. It would definitely feel a lot better heading into Green Bay. But, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. feels so good to be back doing our comprehensive weekly coverage once again. We have a lot of big things planned this season, and we are excited to deliver for all of you. It's been a pleasure to be your host, though. Once again, my name is Chris Maltby. Bears fans, get excited. Week 1 is officially here. And as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Record predictions video coming tomorrow, and that's pretty much it for us. Peace out.